Who will enter at number six? Crush his head like a grape. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. So, Doug got some really good news today. Do you want to go ahead and tell him, Doug? I got a new job. Yeah! I will not be nearly as miserable in it. Um, The drive might be a little shittier, but meh. So, we found that out. That was super exciting. And then, at our apartment, at the studio, we caught a grimer. So, needless to say, it's been a really good fucking day. Yes. Um, I mean, the the day could have only gone up from there. Yeah, it, it, in all honesty, those were two really good things. And considering everything that we've been going through, any little thing is nice. So, I mean, the Grimer alone would have been awesome, but Grimer and New Job made for a really good day. So, we go out to celebrate, and we go to Doug's, one of Doug's favorites, if not his all-time favorite. Probably my all-time favorite. Um, Goddamn and, Mellow Mushroom. Yeah. I've eh. talked about the pretzels on the show before. If you've never Delish. been to Mellow Mushroom, fuck the pizza. Like the pizza's good, but fuck I've had pretzels. I've had better pizza. I've never had a better pretzel. It's true. So while we're there, we both got a drink. Doug got his standard rum and coke. I got a white sangria. And um, for any of those of you who don't know, I'm five ten and German and Irish. Yes. So, one drink is nothing. I've legitimately had six Long Island iced teas in, like, one dinner setting and was buzzed at max. Um, It's been (laughs) seven years since I've been drunk, and it's not that I'm an alcoholic. It's not I'm a recovering alcoholic. I just, I had a lot of friends growing up whose parents were alcoholics, and I saw how bad it could be, and I just said I never really wanted to do it. Well, Doug is 85 pounds, mm-hmm. and one and a half rum and Cokes does him in. Yeah, which, Kat had to drive home from the restaurant, which is only like 10 minutes away. Yeah, which, you know, it happens. And he's like, man, I wish we could drunk podcast. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And he was <laughs> like, but I haven't... Doug's never seen me drunk. It's true. Doug's in two seen years. me tipsy, but even yeah. that, not many times. Mm. So we decided, fuck it, let's do a drunk podcast. So we came home, I immediately did two shots of tequila, two different tequilas, because I finished off our bottle of Jose that had exactly one shot left in it, and I did a shot of 1800, and that is not a shot That is not a shot tequila. I thought it was, because it has the shot measure on top. No, that... First of all, we couldn't figure out how to open it. It was... Mm. We are like, is this a screw thing? Is this a turn upside down and pull thing? So that took a hot second. And I am I was stone sober when I did that. Then I did a shot of vodka. And then I was like, my mouth tastes like a trash can. I can do no more shots. Like, shots are not my thing. Um, mixed drinks all day long. Wine all day long. Like, Mike's Hard Lemonade all day long. Shots, not not. Yeah, you me. don't do shots and you don't do beer. Yeah, don't like beer. Everyone... Ask me why it's too hoppy for my taste. Like, even non-hoppy beers, I'm like, it just tastes... Like I can taste the hops, and it's gross to me. <laughs> so, at some point during this, I will hit 
Drunk. Drunk, hopefully, from three shots, considering I have not been drinking much lately. But um, I was coming down, but uh, I've begun a rolling rock, which after one and a half ramen, ramen cokes, ramen cokes, wow. Ramen cokes. Uh, I tried to ask Siri why I was drunk off one and a half ramen cokes. <laughs> Roman cokes. As she heard Roman cokes. Roman and, cokes. And, uh. I decided that is a Coke you can only open after doing the Roman Reigns... Arm cock? Fist cock. Yeah. See, and then my thought after that was the only way it could be opened was... Doing a Superman punch. Superman punch. Mm. Um, So after my three shots, I am now drinking a Mike's because my mouth tasted like a trash can. And I'm not a chaser person. Like, I've done shots before. I just... I'm not a chaser person. But the, the combination of the alcohols did not leave a pleasant taste in my mouth. And so I finished off a drink that I had earlier, a non-alcoholic ginger ale, which was delicious, but didn't really... (laughs) Didn't fit the criteria for this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I've done this podcast drunk many, many times. Yes. There's always been at least one sober person in the room. Fuck that shit. Tonight, that's not happening. (laughs) Fuck that. So, um, this goes off the rails. It goes off the rails. You're welcome. Um... Twelve fluid ounces of beer left. If either one of us work for you, I'm sorry, and please don't listen. Yeah, if if my boss is listening to this right now, I'm probably fired tomorrow. Preemptively, I apologize to my to the my uh, employers if you find this. Hopefully, my new boss will never find this in a million years. Yeah, I would rather the parents that I work for not find our podcast. Yeah, Uh, it could. It could go south. Granted, the people I work they would for, either, I think they would be okay. They would either be like, oh, that's so great you do that. Or, oh my God, or don't Or they'd be ever like, please don't come near us again. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever contact And I don't know which way it would go. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to people and their kids, I, I think it would go the way of please don't ever contact us again. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, we're not continuing the dirty word of the week, so we have cleaned up the show. A little. Uh, there might be times when I'm feeling a little scootish, a little scootery, scootish. if you will, that uh, we might bring that back. Fair but enough. like we said, the, the podcast has taken a change of direction lately, yes. so we're still kind of figuring out what exactly we want to do as far as segments. additional segments, yeah. anything like that, getting a new logo, so... Again, you know, just hang with us while we are in this transitional phase. It's true. Um, some good news. This weekend, we have PWX, Into Thank the Dragon, God. coming up, which is extremely um, exciting. Yeah. The Should- other night... Oh, I'm sorry, Doug. I interrupted. Go ahead. <laughs> Should we just preview it again because PWX is goddamn amazing? Well, let me say what I was going to say first because it's, it's partially a preview. The other night, I was having a really hard night. Stuff with my, my dad was hitting my mom kind of hard we we found out some not so pleasant news about a family friend so i mean it, it wasn't a great day yeah and then that night drake versus martin stone got announced and it was this uh, little glimmer of hope and like this little silver lining for me because as many of you know james drake is a very good friend of the show. And if you don't know that, go back and listen to the episode where he came to the studio. He did. And we still appreciate that because so many have not come to the studio. Yeah, and not only do we appreciate him on a wrestler 
spectator level. He is someone that I would legitimately call a friend. Yes. Like, he is just a wonderful Yeah, guy. if he lived just like 10 minutes closer, we'd probably hang out on a weekly basis. Yeah, I've definitely... He's kind of been a shoulder for me to cry on lately or yes. recently. Just a really great, great guy. Really supportive guy. Support James Drake. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's got a newer Chop City shirt where it's the handprint. Whoever designed that, it's brilliant. Um, I wish the t-shirt itself wasn't black because we've talked about that before. All wrestlers have black shirts it's, and it's, it's My entire drawer is black. Yeah, and it's not that I don't like black shirts. It's not that I have a problem with it. I don't think they're too mellow or melancholy. It's just we're in South Carolina and it gets hot as balls. And, and black absorbs all of it. It absorbs all the heat. And after a while, you just want some variety in color so when we get our new logo we do plan on doing some different things and we will make a conscious effort not to have black shirts yes um absolutely but anyway so it's james drake versus martin stone and martin stone is one of my favorite wrestlers and he's, it's not close like he n- no. he's in your top three on the indies easily probably. easily in my yeah. top three great guy talked to him numerous times very approachable um, we hope to get him on the show. Maybe this week. Possibly we'll this weekend. Um, if not, keep an eye out for it because we are trying to set that up. It's just a matter of getting schedules aligned. Time. <laughs> yeah. Time is of the essence. <laughs> Very much so. Um, but so that match got announced and it was it was exactly what I needed at that moment. And I'm so hyped for this match. I'm so conflicted. But I'm so excited to see what they can do because their styles are very different. Yes. But I love both of them. I think they both have the capacity to go all the way in wrestling. And I think both of them have very interesting (coughs) views on wrestling. I think Drake is this bigger acrobatic guy. He's not what you expect. Then you've got Martin Stone, who is kind of like the British hooligan, but at the same time, one of the nicest people you'll meet. Yes. Like, yes, you totally expect him to get in a bar fight, but then he's also very nice, very approachable, well, very But friendly. the funny thing is, that's European culture. It like, is. Americans get in a bar fight, and you never want to see that person again of fear of murder. Yeah. But in Europe, you get in a bar fight, and you if you knock him out, you take him to the hospital. Yeah. And then, you know, when they're recovered, you go out for a pint. There's a whole episode of Scrubs about it with Colin Farrell. Nice. But, yeah, so extremely excited about that match. Um, I really don't know. Who you're going to cheer for? Who I'm going to. Ah. It's going to be a one of a one of those both these guys match for me. The entire time. Yeah. Like, there's no picking for us on this. I, friend-wise, am closer to Drake, but it's not... For a lack of Martin being friendly, I think it's just a distance thing when it comes yeah, to that. Because Martin's um, based out of Florida. But I mean, has been super receptive to being on the show. Super great guy. Love watching him. Um, he, as most of you know, I am not the easiest person to get along with. I can come off as very abrasive or overexcited. Yes. So when a wrestler. You are full energy all the time. Pretty much. I'm balls to the wall. From the time I get up to the time I go to sleep. And I don't hide that when I meet new people for the most part. Especially in the wrestling world because I'm not weird at wrestling. I'm not the weirdest thing there. No. I don't get stared at at wrestling. And that's not something I get in my everyday life. Um, But so 
Martin has never shied away from that. He's never made me feel weird or that he's felt uncomfortable. So really excited to see this match. Really excited to see what they do considering Martin is a more grounded wrestler. Yeah. And Drake is um, equally aerial and ground. I thought we were conflicted last month. I did too. With Martin and David. Which was And fantastic. now we got Martin and Drake. So I'm just going to call Martin the conflicted match. Because from now on, I think he's going to be fighting people we love. And it's going to be like, holy shit, I can't wait to see this. So instead of the Punisher, he's going to be the conflictor? Yes, exactly. The, the skull, conflictor restrictor? The skull is only going to be like half. Gotcha. Like we're going to cut one half and then the other half is going to be a smiley face. Like Vertically or horizontally? Vertically. Okay. So we'll have Punisher on one side, Mick Foley, Smiley on the other. Nice. Yeah, that's his new logo. Nice. At least on this show. The Conflictor Restrictor. Mm-hmm. Martin, if you ever become a superhero, The Conflictor Restrictor. Sounds like, a snake. A, sounds like a behind-closed-doors kind of superpower. Okay, I was thinking more PG than that. But. When the fuck has this show been PG? <laughs> I mean, just that was my first reaction. It wasn't a sex thing. Mm. It, was a, it was a superhero thing. Fair enough. Doug have wants you, to get dicked down by Martin, apparently. <laughs> have you ever seen Stephen Lynch? Yes. Okay. Do you know his superhero song? I've heard it. I cannot readily recall it. Okay, so basically the gimmick is he does, If I Could Be a Superhero, and then he names a superhero... And the like horrible shit they'll do. Yeah. So one is like immigration guy, and he'll oh, take God. all he'll take all the Mexicans back home and whatever. Oh God! But when he does it live, Doug he, doesn't believe in this shit. FYI, no, not at all. It's, Disclaimer again: it's a stand-up comic who plays guitar and sings silly songs. So don't take it seriously. What the hell is Elvis? The producers doing? are playing with paper. All right, producers are busy. Um, so Stephen Lynch takes live audience suggestions. For superheroes. Yes. And the my favorite one he's ever done is Surprise Butt Sex Guy. I do know that one. Best superhero of all time. Because, sir, stop stealing that TV. And then the villain is like, fuck you. And then they get Surprise Butt Sex. And no, fuck you. <laughs> most effective superhero ever. Um, it's really... His fans are some sick fucks. Well, considering but you're one we, of those, then we yes. We all are, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, the only comic that I can fuck. think of... Actually, weirdly enough, every comic that I listen to, like for an extended period of time, they all have a superhero thing. Um, I think it's a common ground nerd thing. I think it is. Uh, Dane Cook had the spaghetti mm-hmm. superpower where he shot And he said it was at fingers. least better than Jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your spaghetti. You're very rude. Yes. Um, and then... I'm sure Mitch Hedberg has some superhero shit. Actually, I don't think I've ever heard of Mitch Hedberg superhero. And I've listened to a lot of Mitch Hedberg. It's well, possible. he only has three albums. It's possible that I could have missed one of them, but... Uh, Unless I'm mistaken. One of my favorite Mitch but. Hedbergs was when he was defining rooms. And he said, how dare you say how many rooms I have in a house. What if I say, that's my bedroom over there, and it's in that guy's house? Anyway, though. Um, and then the other one is Mitch Jeff. Mitch is the best. Yeah. Jeff Dunham has several. He does have that whole da 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 ventriloquist dummy. He has the. I don't remember his name. Something. Other, D's? Yeah. It, 
I don't remember that, but he's got another one too. He's got several superhero related. That's shows. one he's repurposed. There's a certain dummy he has that he's used like six characters for because none of them stick. Yeah. So he just keeps repurposing them. Well, I mean, them. he's got. It's not like Peanut or Elmer or yeah. or is it Walter? It's Walter. Walter. Peanut or Walter or Jose Jalapeno. Like those have stuck. Yeah. Those are. Or I'm, I'm not the dead terrorist. I'm not uh, condoning <laughs> Jeff Dunham. But there was a time in my life I found him very funny. You know what? I actually like Jeff Dunham. I think he's a good mix of edgier stuff and kid-friendly stuff. Okay. Um, I think he's a very talented ventriloquist for whatever that's worth in this world. I think he took the gimmick too far. Like the first couple specials where he was like, dude, you're arguing with yourself, and it was great. Yeah. But then he got his own show, and he got his... He got like five more specials, and it was See, too much. I, di- I don't pay attention he, that much. He got oversaturated for me. Like I, I really don't. Once it gets to a certain point, I. While we're on this tangent, favorite stand-up of all time. Of all time, Mitch yeah. Hedberg. Okay, like a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm a Carlin guy. I yeah. I will watch George Carlin any day, anytime. I only went through a stand-up comic phase in, like, late middle to early college Uh, days. Okay, mine was all college. I love Ellen DeGeneres. I think her stand-up is phenomenal. I wish we could get that Ellen. All the time. Don't get me wrong. The Ellen show has its standing, but Ellen stand-up, fantastic. Let me tell you my George Carlin story. Please, go ahead. I went... I was going out with my buddy Luke, and Luke has never been on the show, but I grew up with Luke. We got in trouble together. He's the one who taught me to drink. However... Thanks, Luke. Yeah. So, Luke and I come home, and we're still in high school. We go home to my parents' house, and we're going to just hang out, watch TV, stay up till four in the morning, as you do in high school when you can't buy liquor. Sure, that's what all high schoolers do. So, we turn on an HBO special, George Carlin, with my mother in the room. The Dear very God. first line is, you know what people don't talk about anymore? Pussy farts in front of my mother. And my mother is a wonderful, sweet woman. She However, is. vulgar humor is not the, something she'll admit to in front of the public. She definitely has like a darker side to her, though. But she will not ever admit to it. Oh, God, no. Like, I remember the first uh, time I ever met your family mm-hmm. was not exactly an enjoyable experience yeah. it wasn't bad i remember you texted that you were bored to your mother it definitely wasn't bad no i didn't say bored but i did categorize it as if i had to give this night a color it would be beige that's what my dad paints almost every room so that's accurate your parents are not bland people. No, no. But at they all. do not let you in and see the kind of people they are until you've been there for yep. quite a while. It took months before. Yeah. They're it very just, worried about perception. It was just recently, at one of the last, either the last time or the time before last, very recently, that your parents kind of yeah. really opened up to me yeah. and, and made jokes with me. And so that was Let me tell you a story about interesting my mom. to see behind the curtain on that. First of all, I've never seen her laugh harder than the first Christmas episode of South Park 
when Kyle sings I'm Just a Lonely Jew on Christmas, she died laughing. Accurate. One. Two, um, I've once played a game with her called They Be Black. Oh, dear God. Which is where we name random celebrities and decide if we think they're black or not, and then we look it up and find out. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, dear God. That was... That was played with my last significant other. <laughs> oh, dear God. But, yeah. I'm really glad your parents haven't played that with me. <laughs> Dad wouldn't play it, but Mom would. All um, right, then. All right, so should we get back to wrestling? Because we just had, like, a five-minute tangent about my twisted parents. And eh, fuck Stand it. up. This we is the drunk episode, bitches. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Martin and Drake... Should be fucking amaze balls. I expect that to steal the show. Oh, a hundred percent. Drake, Drake has been steadily stealing PWX for months now. Yes. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's always several great matches that make it hard to pick a match of the night. But man, like that guy is just putting it on every month. Hundred percent. Anyways. Percent. All right. Um. Are you excited for a quickie with White Mike? I go back and forth on this one. Did you see his promo video? Weirdly enough, I don't watch PWX promo videos. I'm sorry, Brian. It's not that I don't think they're brilliant. There's just something about not watching it all happen live that I really enjoy. Here's the thing. This wasn't a PWX sponsored thing. It was just Mike. It was Mike naked in his apartment. Nope, don't need that. You don't, don't you don't need, need you that. don't see everything. Don't I nope, I don't need any of that. It was goddamn hysterical. I I need none of that. If you have not seen White Mike's promo video that he cut a couple weeks ago, like Brian put on Facebook, I am dying and it's all Mike's fault. <laughs> Please and don't die, Brian. We so he's he starts like naked in bed. And the whole, he's like cutting a promo and he's like, I forget what he called his butler, but he's like, tell Cody, I'll call him back. And it, it's just so good. And it's like six minutes of white mic ramblings. Nice. And it was the best. It was hysterical. Speaking of butlers, fun factoid, when my sister was in high school, Uh she had this kid whose last name was Bader. I shit you not. His last name was Bader. Yeah. They had a butler. Nice. His butler called him Master Bader. And That's I know people have had that joke before, but I'm fucking hand on the Bible. Uh, so, this kid had a butler and his last name was Bader. I did I track. Shit you fucking not. I did track with a guy whose last name was Dover. And I know we were all high school. I had a, My friend's cousin's name was Benjamin and their last name was but Dover. But he swore up and down. That he would not marry a woman if she would not let him name the kids Eileen and Ben. Yep. He said, uh, nope, that woman cannot marry me unless, unless she accepts These this. are my stipulations. It's going to happen. So. I, I went to school. One of my friends when I was younger, her name was Teresa. And she had a cousin whose name was Benjamin Dover. And he went by Ben. And I was like... I'm so sorry for You're your cousin. You're the best. <laughs> so sorry. Well, the richest people in Arkansas when my mom was growing up was the Hogg family. Like, so did they have Boss Hogg? Because they really should have. Quite possibly. I don't know. But they did. 
I know for a fact, have two daughters. Okay. Named Ima and Yora. Oh my god. Why? And he, honest to God, thought people would not make fun of them because of how much money they had. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's all the more Can reason to make Can you imagine? They would have gotten eaten alive in South Carolina. Yes. Yeah. No way that you don't... I don't care how much money you have. You can't you get are, away... You are not exempt from ridicule. Like, it doesn't matter what your name is. Someone is going to make fun of it. Yeah. Ridicule has no like, price. you know, if your last name is Rice, people are going to call you Rice Eater. You're not... One, you may never eat rice. You might be allergic to rice, but people are going to call you that. What? No, I've, I'm thinking if I've ever met a rice. Other than Ray, I, I don't know any rices. Well, fuck Ray Rice. He sucks. I'm just saying, I've never seen a rice. God damn. Fuck Ray. Putting this out there on the show. Fuck Ray Rice. Fuck Ray Rice. Yeah. Fuck Ray Rice. And the fact he tried to like be okay after he beat the shit out of his girlfriend on camera. Not to get into all of that. I, my heart breaks for her that she, Mm -hmm. she's in that, and that's really all, like, I don't want to go into all of that. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't need to go down that road. Um, but my heart does break for anyone who's in a situation like that. I really hope that anyone who is in a shitty situation can get the help they need, whether it's suicidal thoughts or tendencies, or they're being abused, or... Damn, this escalated quickly. Yeah, anything you need to get help for. I really hope that people get the help they need for shit like that. That yeah, that that breaks my heart. That would be good. Um, All right, so back to PWX. Back to some fun stuff. Back to some fun stuff. Wow, I can't even speak. I probably should stop drinking this, but I'm not going to. Um, Drunk update. I've kind of lost feeling in my upper lip. I'm starting to get mildly tipsy. Nice. Um, We'll see where this goes. And it could just be that I don't actually have much feeling in that lip anyway, or it could be I'm a little bit tipsy. Excellent. All right. uh, We discussed ducklings versus Roscoe Eat Lisa. I I trust anyone wrestling the ducklings, even if I've never heard of them. It's always fantastic. I've been wrestling with whether I want them, Roscoe Eat Lisa, to be the name of a porno or not. And I've Hmm. been going back and forth. Well, have you looked at their picture? Yes. Alright, so I think it should be a gay porno. I mean, I don't really care what kind of porno it is. Fair enough. Um, But I've been wrestling with the idea of, do I want this to be a porn thing, or do I not? And, I mean, it's got pros and cons on both sides. Yes, true. Alright, Syndicate versus Tough Guys. Uh, Shout out to Chris, as always. He is the resident stat giver for the show. I don't know if he'll ever be on the show. I would love to have him. But he he should be here every week to just correct all our shit because he knows everything I for, forget. By all our shit. Doug definitely means all the shit he fucks up. Oh, while we're talking about shit that Doug fucks up, last week we meant to shout out... Okay. I can handle this. I'm drunk. But I got it. So we meant to shout out Jeff Lewis Neal last week. And yes. I do not do that lightly. No. Um, I am not a fan of... The morning show that shall not be named. Fuck those guys. That that show. Uh, if you're from the area, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. But fuck them. They're at a lot of wrestling shows. Yes. Um, Doug has valid reasons for it. Yes. But anyway, point being, Jeff Lewis Neal I've seen a few times. Seen him at big time mostly. It's on once at PWX. PWX is the best I've ever seen him look. He 
he had a fantastic match there, even though he didn't end up winning. But the crowd, the second he came in, there there was no way. It, it just it was over the second they announced who was it's coming. It's hard in. not to look good at PWX with That's the true. talent they have in. That's house. true, and he was in a triple threat with some really good guys. Yeah, but at the you same have time, to work to not look good at PWX. But at the same time. You have to have some talent oh, yeah. to carry yourself with them. Because we've seen people who return many times who were terrible at PWX. Yeah. So, not in a while, because they don't have time for that shit anymore. But anyways, at Fuck NXT... these mediocre people. At NXT, um, the Legless Wonder Magic was not working. A couple of my students were there. I was trying to get us to meet some NXT guys, and it wasn't happening. I went up to Jeff Lewis Neal and said, hey... I'm a teacher. I got a special ed student here. Um, he wants to meet wrestlers. Now, my intention was not what happened, but it did happen. And Jeff spent some time with my student. And my student was being hella awkward and shy, which is not his usual MO. But he like didn't know what to do with this. Um, it was a whole new world for him. It was a him. new experience for him. And so... I want to shout out Jeff Lewis Neal for being an excellent dude, taking my student completely in stride. Like, my student asked, who are you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. His student like, was awkward and yeah. didn't open up and, and would, to an outside eye, seem very standoffish. Jeff Lewis yes. Neal took it in stride, tried to connect with this was kid. Was cracking jokes, yeah. too sweeting with him. He, I mean, um, he, he did everything in his power and I would just, to make I would just like to say it was unexpected, and my opinion has changed about Jeff Lewis Neal. It was very much I will now pull for Jeff Lewis Neal to be successful yeah, because was, he was good with my kid. And the kid eventually, like we were standing outside talking to him, talking about the show. He's like, hey, can I go get his autograph? I'm like, yeah, man, go ask him. And uh, Jeff, thank you for autographing his shirt. He's still talking about you like three weeks later. Um, so just, I don't know if Jeff Lewis Neal's listening. Probably not. But, but I'm I mean, gonna assume who, he is. Who can get if, to Jeff Lewis Neal and just let him just, know? Yeah, tell him stupid and delicious says thank you. He does definitely have our sincerest thanks on that. Both of us have a very, very soft spot for children, especially um, special needs children. Yeah, and so seeing. Seeing someone who they unknowingly idolize just for their profession. Yes. Being um, so sweet and wonderful to yeah. them is, is And taking the time out when I know you were with your significant other and yeah. you were trying to leave, but you took a minute to make a kid's night. So thank you. And not even a kid that, you know, is going to talk to you and, and open up to you, but kids that have a harder time with that. As, as someone who has dealt with children as a special needs teacher it can be really difficult and draining to try to open up to them and try to get them to connect so anyone who takes the time especially a wrestler who takes the time out of their day and out of what they're doing to to connect with someone on that level it's yes hugely appreciated and and just a great thing to see that is a sentence i never thought i would say on the show thank you jeff lewis neal never thought i'd say it it's true though but i did um, did I say the other guy's name and tough guys yet? Uh, you have not said either of their names. Okay, one is Brutal Bob Evans. Yes. A lot of people know him from Ring of Honor. He's kind of, uh, 
pre-show warm-up guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't there a restaurant called Bob Evans? Yes. Okay. And it's like rip-off Cracker Barrel. One time at a Bob Evans, I drank three strawberry iced teas. I've never seen you have an iced tea. Well, they give me headaches now. Oh, but back then, I had just done a half marathon. Yep. And I was fucking thirsty as balls. Understandably. Um, So, Brutal Bob Evans. Drink water like. And the other guy I didn't know the name of was Tim Hughes. So, Tim Tim Hughes, I'm sorry. Thank you, Chris, for the correction. Um, Tough guys versus the syndicate. I gotta admit, kind of looking forward to this match. Brief asterisk. Yeah. So, I I think you know this pet peeve of mine, but I'm just going to put that out there for everyone else. And I'm sure people like Tommy Thomas are going to give me shit for it. And that's fine. If I'm readily admitting it on a podcast, it's ammo for your arsenal. Yes, fair enough. When you have the word H-U-G-E. Huge. And you say it with a silent H, I want to punch you in the dick repeatedly. Did I say and that it ha- with silent H? No, no, no. No, it just you're just thinking think of it because of, of Hughes. Because of gotcha. Hughes. Which Hughes doesn't necessarily as, have as hard of an H as huge. Right. But watching SportsCenter and ESPN, they do it all the time. And it just, I go okay. into a silent rage. Let's talk about SportsCenter. Not Center so silent most of the time. I spent most of college watching SportsCenter, right? I spent most. Of I spent most of high school games, watching Sports Center. I spent a lot of time on ESPN. Espen. I took a cable break because you know money. Yeah. We got cable back. Yes. Can we talk about how fucking god awful ESPN and Sports Center is now? Well, here's the thing. I stopped watching standard ESPN and would watch ESPNU because I'm not a big fan of pros. Right. You like college stuff, which makes sense. That's just where my heart is. I like college stuff. I like watching their development. Um, It's not that I think they're the best in the world. They are not Cedric Alexander, but (laughs) there's something, A, due to where I'm from, B, how I was raised, college sports is a life of its own here. Yes. Um, That's true. My dad never watched pros. My mom never really watched pros. Like, it just wasn't a thing. Yeah, it weirded you out when we started dating, and I'm like, hey, I watch Panthers every Sunday, and you're like, what? Yeah, that just wasn't a thing that I'd ever done. Like, we would check in on it occasionally, but college ball. Yeah, once playoffs hit or whatever. Yeah, college ball was always our thing. Um, I'm not a basketball person at all, and that goes back to my hearing stuff. The squeak for me is almost like anxiety inducing. It's. Because it's a frequency that I can hear, and I can't hear the rest of the yeah. game. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've always watched. I've always watched college stuff, even when I was a little bitty girl. And um, so when ESPN U came out, that was a big. That was your jam. That was my jammy jam, <laughs> and I just stopped watching ESPN and watched all ESPN U. The one pro, anything that I'm really into. Um, I love going to hockey games. Right. If you want to see me get riled up, like if any of you have ever seen me at a PWX show, you know that I get into it. Yes. If you've ever seen me at a hockey game, though, I'm fairly certain in front of my mother, I uttered the phrase, rip his goddamn head off and shit down his throat with her like naughty. I was going to say, you get aggressive as shit. 
on the way to PWX? <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine. I haven't seen this hockey game, you. It's true. Hockey game I might is need to go real hide. intense. Like, Fair enough. Really intense. I'm one of those people that I'm not just there for the fight. Yeah. But I definitely love the fight. Like, I would have watched Gladiator games had I been around Fair during enough. the Roman Empire. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, old empires... The modern-day Viking is returning to PWX. You want Gunner to pull a brawn and just come in going, Gunner! We still debate whether he's saying brawn or just roaring. I think he's just roaring. There are a lot of different things that I've heard. I'm not the best judge with my hearing. I think he's just roaring. I really... You know what? We should put a poll out on Twitter to see kind of what people think. We'll roll it out. Sunday night while we're at PWX. There you go. While people were watching Payback. Um, yeah, um, so... What okay. I miss with Gunner, A, the last experience I had with Gunner was much more pleasant. So yes. So, I take back the things I've previously said. I've yes. had a fairly nice interaction with him. So, yeah. Um, and I saw him with his family, which... And we also really heard behind anything. the scenes he's a really good dude. Which, that, I that's get, what I love. I get if you're playing heel... Slightly. But there's a time and a place for it. Yeah. You you get much angrier about full-time heels than I do. Yes. I appreciate it. You get pissed off. Well, I get pissed off when someone that I care about is personally attacked via Gunner never heel. attacked me. No. But the reason I previously didn't like Gunner was the experience that I had with him. And it wasn't a hate thing. I didn't hate watching him wrestle. I noticed several times when his physique was getting better... Um, yeah, he went on some strength and conditioning cycle. And looked fantastic. That was like, holy shit, you're an anatomy book. Yeah. Like, it was insane. crazy. So I never didn't appreciate Gunner in the ring. Um, but seeing him with his family and the last interaction we have, I definitely enjoy him much more. Fair enough. Uh, but the one thing I am really going to miss from the whole country jacked time... It's Corey as Gunner's little buddy. Yes, <laughs> little and buddy chants were good. Jacket. Oh yeah, those two chants are are just pure. Well, Gunner's jacket could return. And wonderful. It could return. No, because Skyler's wearing that weird road warrior. Yeah, but Gunner could still have his jacket. Yeah, but Gunner's jacket was never towards Gunner. It was either towards Skyler or Hollis, depending on who was wearing their. Fair gear. enough. Um, but I'm excited to see who Gunner takes on. Very much so. I'm actually really excited to see him back. Um, he is yeah. a he's a great wrestler. I mean, not uh, not to take anything he, away from. He's him. not my usual style, but I do see the talent there. Hundred percent. Um, he's he's kind of like Mike Elgin for me. Not something I'm not going, your taste, but you yeah, can appreciate not something it. I'm going to seek out. But I don't hate what he does. I will have to say, I believe, and I could be wrong, so please don't go in it to anyone angry or accusatory, but I believe it was Tracer and James Drake that I was telling that we viewed Mike Elgin as a potato, especially when he wore that crinkly silver coat. And, and they, they died laughed. laughing. Yes. Yeah. But please don't go to either one of them and saying that that was a verbatim. So I could be mistaken about Mar- my memory. Marty and Sarah have a saying. Don't at the wrestlers. 
Don't at Mike Elgin and tell him we think he's a potato. I mean... We, we appreciate him coming to PWX. We do. I don't think he's a bad wrestler. He's not my cup of tea. Yeah. But I don't take away from his matches. I don't yeah. think he's a bad wrestler. Just if you not take, my particular style. If you take Elgin just as a, as his spots, he's pretty good. Yeah. If you look at like a whole match, that's where he isn't my favorite. But I've seen him put on stellar stuff. Yeah. One of his um, Pancakes and Pile Drivers matches was great. Can we talk about that for just the briefest of moments? I think we did already. But so we fucking good. Yeah. Also, I've been watching the WrestleCon Super Show slowly but surely. So fucking um, good. You haven't seen this yet. Because there's, there's a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling. There's a 10-man tag. Jesus Christ. That everyone needs to fucking see. Jesus Christ. Wait, 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 wait. Other than the Chen Man tag we saw before? Yes, this is a different one. This is the one I texted you about because you weren't here when I watched it. Got it. Um, it was Team Osprey versus Team Ricochet. And they legit were like captains. They, they didn't say, okay, you're booked with these guys, make it work. It was legitimately, they picked. you're picking your guys. Anytime I hear captain, though, I think captain, my captain, or, like, master and commander. It's so, always piratey for me. Let, let's talk about who, who they picked. Please do. Ricochet's team. Yes. Air Fox. Yes. Makes sense. They've been around forever. They wrestle together all over the place. Great guy. Both flippy shit. Yep. Get it. Desmond Xavier. Also a great guy. Fucking great. Yeah, phenomenal. Same thing. Flippy shit. Been around for a while. Jason Cade. Phenomenal. Friend of the show. Awesome guy. Spots for days. Love him. Cannot wait for his match this weekend. Yeah. Fifth guy on the team. Surprisingly. Sammy Callahan. Doesn't fit the rest, but love it anyway. You know what? You do kind of want a grounds hardcore exactly. guy to even out your aerial because you can't hit everything aerial all the time. You need, you need some hardcore ground guys. Yep. And then you have Will Ospreay's team, which was Marty Skrull, the villain. Gotta love him. Absolutely. Leo Rush. So fucking good. So great. Ryan Smile. He's a British guy. He's really good. He does some flippy shit. Okay. And then, soon to come back to NXT, Drew Galloway. All right. So, they balanced it really well on accident, because there's a bunch of flippy dudes with one power guy on each side. Yeah. I can't wait for you to watch this match. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I 100% dig flippy matches. Um, it's so fucking good. Flippy matches are what I show people who, when I tell them I am now a wrestling fan, well, like my family, who he, don't understand it. Here, here's the thing. I'm like, please look at this and tell me that this isn't athletic. Here's, here's the real thing about this. It's not just the flippy shit. The flippy shit is good. But I've seen better done, more flippy shit. However, those ten guys... Fan-fucking-tastic. Put on a spectacle of entertainment. They were what WrestleMania tries to be. Yeah. WrestleMania pretends it's an ultimate thrill ride. Fuck that shit. This was the ultimate thrill ride of the weekend. A couple of hours of enjoyable and then just like crash and burn. (laughs) Same thing the year I was there. Same thing the year before. It's too fucking long. It is. 
It's um, really hard. Even there are times at PWX we've been there for extended periods of time where it is hard to maintain when you that hit, level of high. When you hit the three and a half hour mark, you need to be taken at home. Yeah, you're just exhausted. Um, it's not that the matches after that are not good at all. There can be some of the best matches, but when you get to a certain point, you just cannot sustain that level. I have either. never, I've never seen a show go longer than three and a half hours that stayed strong its entirety. I think just as physical PWX human has gotten beings, close, but not we quite. can't sustain that. Like mm. when you hit us that hard, it's just as if you're in a real fight. At some point, your body's going to go. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. But if you haven't seen the WrestleCon Super Show, you should seek it out. Um, it's fantastic. Um, I haven't seen anything bad from Mania Weekend yet. I've you know seen stuff I, that wasn't my style, but I have not seen anything bad. You know what I really need in a wrestler? What? I need a unicorn gimmick. I already told you there's one on Kaiju. No, I need a unicorn gimmick And in not the Kaiju? States. Yes. Kaiju is in the States. It's just I know, but I mean, Japanese. like, not in Kaiju, because okay. Kaiju is its own kind of universe. Okay, fair enough. That's true. They threw the Amway Center at people during Kaiju Big Yeah, Battle. Kaiju is fair enough. It's, it's, its own entity in its own universe. I want someone, and I, I don't mean that, and I need a guy to come out and act super flamboyant homosexual. I just need a unicorn gimmick. I don't care if it's on a man or a woman. I just So New Day wasn't one. enough? You want another one? I want one on the indies. I think New okay. Day was fantastic. Um, I know this is going to be repetitive as shit, but Heroes Con is coming up in June in Charlotte. Yes. I'm going to say this again. I don't see why we couldn't put on a Kaiju Big Battle at Heroes Con. That would be great. You want Comic-Con nerds to come to a wrestling show? Kaiju is the way to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway. That or send in Candice, because it is impossible to interact with Candice and not want to watch her. Right. However, I think Kaiju would appeal to non-wrestling oh, fans. I agree. Versus Candace. You're only going to know her if you're a wrestling fan. Candace is the fucking she, She's the man. fucking best, but still. Um, all right. So, PWX match announcement. Revolt versus Team Tracer. So, before Martin and Drake got announced, yes. I thought Team Tracer was going to be Martin and Drake. I was like, oh, okay. That would make sense. They're not on the card yet. But Martin and Drake got announced. They did. So who the fuck is Team Tracer? Cannot wait to find out. Cannot wait. Very excited. Um, Red Dragon versus Henry Case. I mean, this top of the card, we know it's going to be great. Um, LWO versus Pop Culture. We know that's going to be great. And then what I'm excited about is I keep seeing these posts all over this Enter the Dragon Facebook page. Yes. This is a lot of people's first show. It is. They're about to be goddamn spoiled. I'm so excited we're taking back some friends of ours who have gone yes. before. Um, I'm glad they can come back this month. Yeah, PWX is definitely one of those things you go one time and that's it. That's how Doug got me into the wrestling mm-hmm. world. That's all it took. Um, and it is. PWX is this wholly unique entity that can suck you in like nothing else. It is a whole nother level from anything WWE puts out. 205 is the closest you'll get. But I would say the Cruiserweight still, tournament 
Was the close you get? Yeah, two hundred five is not great. I meant two hundred five in its entirety. Okay, because people are um, people are raving about two hundred five, and I've watched it like in the hour long chunks. It's not very well written. But you have to take it from the this is the first time they've seen indie guys. Yeah, that's true. Doing at least semi indie things. Yeah, that's true. WWE. It's where they take the leash off a little. Reins them in so hard. That they don't get to see that kind of raw power yeah. and what they, these guys can actually do. Um, but PWX is just light years ahead of everyone else. The Everyone there from anyone that you would have to interact with wrestling wise, the commissioner, all of them, super approachable. Everyone's yep. great to talk to. There have been a few instances of fans who were less than desirable, but even that's those, wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't get 100% from everything. Um, PWX is this great universe into itself that it sucks you in. I went from being a, someone who had never seen wrestling to having a very low view of wrestling to one of the biggest indie fans you can find in the upstate. And really, you don't... You don't seek out more than PWX. No, because PWX because you're like, gives th- me everything. This is my top of the bar, and I don't think anyone else is going to hit this. Yeah, I've watched some um, PWG. I, the, the Candace and you've watched some, Bucks match, or the cutest tag team Bucks yeah. match. Don't get me wrong. Fucking phenomenal. You need to watch more PWG, I would say. But that's the thing. Like PWG doesn't give me the family feel. Like the, well, I feel like I yeah. belong in this I don't the way know. PWX does. I wonder, though, if we were near PWG and we could go if it doesn't have that. I mean, But at the same time, it's got that cult following fame. Yeah. So, like, celebrities show up. Like, the entire cast of True Blood was there one time. And it's like, all right, right, cool. Um, Sofia Vergara was there one time. That's one of my favorite PWGs ever because that's when they made Rushmore 2.0. Nice. And no one knew... The Bucks had said, we're in Japan, we're not doing PWG. And then they just showed up out of nowhere. And then Super... Bucks out of nowhere! <laughs> exactly. Super Dragon came back to help Roddy. Everyone thought he was going to like save the good guys, and then he beat the shit out of them. So after they destroy every baby face in the company, they go get their boxes of brand new shirts, drape them over the ropes, and sell merch over their opponent's dead bodies. Oh, that's phenomenal. It's the greatest heel thing I've ever seen. Um, and Sofia Vergara is sitting in the front row, like taking selfies during this, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, I love her. I would not be surprised at all, though, if she spoke like impeccable English and just does it for a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't surprise me. But that's how fucked up wrestling makes your whole world. <laughs> yeah, you think <laughs> you everything, view everything is, a gimmick? is a gimmick? Yeah, you're like, nope, it's a gimmick. Then, does um, leglessness gimmick? Totally fake. I rigged this. My hearing gimmick. <laughs> Hollis and Skyler are going to have face to face. Don't care. Yeah, that's no care. fault of theirs. Um, it's a. Uh, it's just a. I. I know a lot of people are very excited about. I that. don't know how to handle tweeners. Mm. I really don't. That's my. And especially when you have a tweener versus a tweener. It's like Hollis the- isn't really a tweener. Skyler, mm. straight up right now, is a tweener. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about him. I think his braid game is strong. He didn't even have it last month. Which was upsetting for me. 
But that's the one thing with him that I can say, yes, I have a definitive opinion on this. Otherwise, for me, I don't really have much for him. Okay. But Hollis, I just get bored by. Because it very much feels like a snobby, bratty little kid who's, my brother gets all the attention and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And I just don't oh my God. fucking care. He's a... Uh, he- Who's Peter Brady? I feel like he's Peter Brady now. I don't know. Whichever the one... Can we chant Peter Brady at him Sunday? Who's the Who's the Brady daughter that hates Marsha so much? Jan? Jan, yeah. He's Jan Brady for me. He's not Peter. He's Jan. <laughs> he hates Skylar because Skylar is the popular kid. Fair enough. Tell me he's not... Tell no, me he's I'm, not Jan I, Brady. I can't even argue. Yeah. I really can't. You know what? I really just feel the need to tweet now. You can. Hollis Go equals Jan Brady. Brady. You can. You have a phone. It's true. All right. So I don't use Twitter much, though. That's our Enter the Dragon preview. Um, if you haven't gone to PWX yet, fucking stop it. Go. If you can drive there, go. Where are you going? Getting another drink. Getting another drink. God damn. We, we don't have that long left on the show. Okay, Fuck. Um, alright, Kat's getting more drunk. I am past more drunk and into very drunk. Um, so, yeah. What thing? I don't know how to use that goddamn wall bottle opener. Alright, interest. I don't know how to use that most of the time. So anyway. More uh, drunk! More drunk, Enter the Dragon PWX preview, done. Super excited. So... We just spent almost an hour rambling about nothing and PWA. I I straight up burned some bridges in my family. Not 100% burned, but I definitely scorched them a little because we're going to PWX versus going you know to what? my nephew's birthday party. We planned PWX a month ahead of time. She should know that. He's three. And in all honesty, even if he were 16 years old, why PWX comes to Wait, 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 wait. He's three. He's three. He's not going to remember. Why is he not coming to PWX to have his birthday? Um, because they still think I'm insane for watching wrestling. I'm going to tell you right now. I told one of our nephews while we were hanging out in times after your dad Itty bitty or bigger? Itty bitty. Okay. We were sitting there on the couch with your brother-in-law. Is he my brother-in-law now too? He is also your brother-in-law, yes. Okay. So, with our brother-in-law. And I'm like, alright, I'm going to tell you something, buddy. Your mom doesn't know this, and I'm saying it in front of your dad because I don't think he'll care. But when you get old enough, I'm going to take you to wrestling shows. But you're also the uncle that is intentionally trying to corrupt them. It's true. From their father's favorite superhero to your favorite superhero. It, you're not inaccurate. At all. I, uh, but somehow, he has channeled my favorite superhero. He has. Because fuck him. <laughs> Please tell me you've heard that story. I have heard the story now. It's phenomenal. Um, anyone who knows Doug knows he's a Batman guy. My brother, well, both of our brother-in-laws at this point, is a Superman guy. And it has been an ongoing battle. And I actively buy the nephews Batman stuff and read them Batman stories. And trust me, when they get older, I'm going to give them Batman comics. There's a lot of Batman, Superman stuff going on, and it's great. Super fun to watch. Yeah, at some point, though, we will definitely have to bring the nephews. I don't want to bring them yet, because I'm not paying front row. Oh, yeah. They won't remember it. 
Yeah, I'm not paying front row until they no. can establish memories, which for me <laughs> wasn't until I was in like middle school. But well, that's that's probably. I a think seizure. that was a yeah. I think that was an extenuating circumstance. We could probably take them when they were like nine or ten. I'll take, I, we'll we'll do that. Yeah. So like Brian, when, when they both hit like several tenors. years from now, we're gonna we're gonna bring my nephews. Yes. Drop all the f bombs, or they won't know it's real. <laughs> Because let's be honest, they have me as an aunt and Doug as an uncle. Speaking of kayfabe, we have were to, we speaking of kayfabe though? We have to talk about a uh, pay per view. This is yet uh, another one of those weeks where I'm not hyped for the pay per view, and we're going to PWX. Yeah, so I really don't give a shit. Hundred percent, not sure if I'm going to watch it. I probably will because I'm a goddamn completionist. You are. You are. But um. I'll probably just fill you in. I doubt you're going to watch it with me. I go back and forth. There are things in the WWE universe I appreciate. Yeah. Overall, as an entire product, it is not well executed, in my opinion. For the most part, I agree with you. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's pick this shit. Hit me with Um, it. Also, I believe the picks belt has also been vacated by Scoot because he won it at Mania. Yes. So, um, this is... Free for all. If you have been on the show, you are eligible. For you that. are eligible for the picks belt. So let us know your picks. All right, first match. Yes. And this is in no particular order. It's what I saw on the internet. Go. Uh, Roman versus Braun. I'm going Roman. Okay. Because Vince is trying so hard to push Roman to be the next Cena. Yeah. So uh, they spent. Let's say they've spent the last six months building Braun, right? Yeah. Squash matches, flipping ambulances, beating up people backstage just to feed people him People will not shut the fuck up about that ambulance spot. Yeah, people love that shit, and I don't know why. Uh, if I got quiet, I'm standing up, so I'm far away from my mic. Drunk Doug must pace. Yeah, Drunk Doug wanders, but... How drunk must wander. Anyways, uh, next up. I really give zero... Oh, you didn't tell the people what you picked. Uh, I picked Roman. You picked Roman. So we have two Romans. He's just feeding him the Roman. Yeah. Um, sorry, Braun. I do like they've done something different with Braun, but I'm also still not interested. I will tell the people what I told you. Having Braun go into the back and beat up... I think you said this last week. You just fucking... It beat up makes nobodies, him look like a whiny bitch. Doesn't help his character development whatsoever. It makes him look like he's throwing a ten- temper tantrum. Yep. You beating the shit out of R-Truth does not make you look like a badass. Yep. It's like a middle school kid going onto an elementary school playground and knocking some kids over and thinking it makes him look tough. And it really doesn't. I mean, I will be pleasantly surprised if Braun wins and it could happen. I would this love, is a minor pay-per-view. I would love for this to be a good match. It won't I be. I don't expect it There's to be, though. The only way it becomes a good match is if they add a gimmick to it by Sunday. Or on Sunday. Um, also, shout out to Roman. His brother, like, you know, non-KFA brother did pass away this week. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's that's going to be really hard for yeah, him. His yeah, his name was Rosie. He was a wrestler. Back in the day, he teamed up with Hurricane and a few other people. Um, bigger Samoan dude. Very young. Was only like 42. Speaking of So, uh, rest in peace, dudes. Rosie. Don't, uh, wasn't, you know, 
wasn't, I don't think, surprising to anyone. But like, still, nobody was like, oh my god, Rosie's gone. But it still sucks. Yeah. Um, slightly on the same page. I wore my Jeff Cobb shirt the other day. Yeah. My uh, Choosy Parents Choose Jeff Jeff Cobb, shirt. Yeah. yes. And my mom has just learned that if she doesn't understand the shirt... It's wrestling. It must be wrestling related. So she looks at me and she goes, is that a wrestling shirt? I was like, in fact, it is. My mother is the exact same way. <laughs> She's like, if I don't get it, it's wrestling. Yeah. So that's a great shirt, by the way. That oh, was a brilliant fantastic. shirt. So glad I got that. Um, all right. Next. <laughs> in a polar opposite from Jeff Cobb, we have a House of Horrors match. No one knows what that means. Is anyone excited about this? A lot of people. We're like the only people who Is don't like this Is anyone in the studio excited about no. that? <laughs> Producers? Um, no? Elvis? Elvis right, won't even look at me. And I don't know where the fuck Sammy is. Oh, I thought Sammy was under this table. He is not. Yeah, I have no idea where the hell he is right now. All He's right. not even on top of the gear, so... Is he in the box? Is he in the box? We have That's lost funny. our producer, guys. Nope, not in the box. Well, one of two producers. Yeah, we still got one producer sticking by. Um... Anyways, Bray versus Orton, and the belt isn't even on the line. So, we don't know the stipulations of this match. Right. We know that the belt isn't on the line. We know Randy Orton has said he will burn the House of Horrors to the ground. Oh, you haven't seen SmackDown this week. Um, Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys attacked Orton. Stole his belt and rode away in a limo. You know what? That's some kind of shit that I can get behind. <laughs> Dean stealing uh, Seth's belt and just Was the greatest, yeah. That's some shit I can get behind. I don't have to like your wrestling if you give me a good enough character. If you put in so, the fucking work. The gender push is because WWE is trying to get into India. And I don't mean Scoot's sister. Uh, <laughs> all right, so here's the issue when you only have a two-person show. When someone goes pee, you have to stall. And I'm really, really bad at that. So I'm going to sit here and drink more beer and keep talking and hope it's entertaining. And, yeah, House of Horrors, um, I don't give a shit. I don't care about Bray Wyatt. I don't give a shit about Randy Orton. It really, really sucks. And I don't give two fucks. So, I want to put fuck this match, but I want to win the picks belt. So, I'm just going to put Orton because there's no reason to have Bray win this shit. Oh, goddamn. Why did Excel go down to row 15? We do this in a spreadsheet because I'm classy as fuck, motherfucker. Um, yeah. I, I'm really excited for fan feedback to see if we need to do more or less drunk episodes. I really think we might get told to do less, but that's okay. Hi. I'm really bad at when people go pee. I would like to point out for any of our listeners that we have the option on this show of pausing the recording. Fuck no. And continuing. We're not a live show. But Doug straight up refuses. And he's like, I, I will don't never... give a shit if you have to break the seal. I'm not stopping this motherfucker. I will train. never edit this motherfucker. <laughs> Ever. Just like straight up fucking refuses. Alright. Um you all got right. Orton so and Wyatt. I, yeah, I heard your your whole thing. Our apartments have re like our studio in general has really thin walls. We it's go true. people outside. Um I heard you pick 
Orton, I don't disagree with that pick. I don't know that in good conscience, based on me trying to win the picks belt, that I can pick the same as you. But at the same time... Bray Wyatt never wins. I really can't Except for Elimination Chamber. Bray. So... Fucking I, snake. I can't, I, can't, I can't go against it because it... Your pick should just be logic. fucking snake. Because there has to be a snake involved. <laughs> fucking snake. Can, what was with the fucking mat changing at Mania? Okay, I don't know. Because, okay, first of all, Randy Orton walked down that two-mile-long ramp... With a snake. With a snake under him. But you know what it looked like from far away? What did it look like from far away? A sperm. That's not what I saw at all, but okay. He's admitted on things that, yeah, it kind of looked like a sperm. Sorry. All right. Spermy snake. From from far away, it looked like a sperm. Granted, I did go to the zoo recently, and none of the snakes looked like that. But, yeah, Bray, if you had made Bray win that match... With the weird be, bugs and shit. I and could be like, I could be like, all right, Bray. Cool. All right, I bro. see where you're going. I see they're giving you a push. Cool. If you're going to half ass Bray Wyatt, get the fuck rid of him. Yeah. You didn't half ass Taker for 30 years. Yeah, I can't figure out why they do they, with Bray what they do. They still 100% claim Undertaker is a goddamn zombie. And I'm like, uh, guys, we know. His anyway, name is Mark. Anyway, moving forward, I have to pick Orton. It's the logical pick. Yeah, there's no way they let Orton lose this. Going on. Okay. No one gives a shit. Um, this match I'm actually excited about probably will be one of the better matches on the card. Bailey versus Alexa. That's assuming that Vince lets them continue in the path that they've gone and that women's matches get to be what they should be. He didn't stop it at Mania. The women's the women's matches were two of the strongest matches at Mania. I pick Bailey. I'm really scared because of the shakeup. He's gonna want to make it relevant. Apparently, um, Vince gets a bug up his ass about certain words, and that just becomes like banned. So the whole draft idea is currently banned. And that's why we got a shake up instead of a draft. All right. I like Alexa, but she just had the SmackDown belt. I don't think it makes sense to take it off. I don't think it got. I don't think if Charlotte couldn't be. Charlotte, Nia, and Sasha couldn't take it off of her. Alexa hasn't earned it yet. It doesn't make sense why Alexa's. To to shove people in the pool because everybody loves Bailey. Okay. Marketing. I'm going to Alexa. Go for it. Marketing. They finally came out with the thundersticks of the Bailey Buddies. I need those motherfuckers to make some plush shop. Bailey Buddies on their shop. And also, you can't find the Bailey Bears or the Bailey Buddy thundersticks on their the shop. The Bailey Bears were a loot crate exclusive. So they you need, had to do their slam crate or whatever to get them. You need to make Bailey Buddy plush toys all right yeah it'll sell like a motherfucker right if you make okay so i know you don't know the wrestling history as much in the 80s yes uh especially the late 80s early 90s they came out with these things called my buddy yes they were dolls for boys yes well they then came out it was like the newer version of stretch armstrong 
They came out with my wrestling buddy. Yes. It was pillows shaped as Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. I want to say there was a Taker one. Yeah. There was quite a few. I've seen them. Yeah. You make one of those for Bailey, and every female wrestling fan under the age of 25 will want one. And some over the age of 25 will want one. And some sick fucks will buy one. Here's my problem with that. Yes. Have you ever seen the Japanese pillows? Yes, the body pillows. I don't think that Vince could make that and it not be creepy like that. I think if he used, you know my green Bailey shirt? If yes. he used like a more cartoony Bailey. Cartoony I think Bailey it would be still okay. has boobs. Not that one. She's flat as shit. Still, give me some plush Bailey buddies and we're good to go. <laughs> All Make right. them pillow pet-ish and, like, have the arms velcro I feel, together. You're right. Point. They're missing a but they large missing, opportunity yeah. with plush Bailey stuff. Because how many kids want a plush, but a bear is too feminine? Yeah. You give them a Bailey buddy, though, that has no gender. That's true. That, that It just waves its all, arms. Yeah. All right. So that was oh. what I was going to be this Halloween. Now, my heart... Busy. My heart... Wants Bailey to win. I always Bailey's my girl. You will actually cheer if Bailey wins, but yes. I will get the pick. Yes. Oh God. Bye, producer. Fucker. He just spilled my beer. Party foul on producer number God one. Damn it. All right, now you gotta talk to the people. All right, people. Let's get real for a minute. Getting real, real. So we have two producers. Producer number one is Elvis, and uh, producer number two is Sammy. Elvis's name is just Elvis. It's not like he has a first... I mean, technically, he does have a last name, but he doesn't have a full name, unlike Sammy, Callahan, Zane, last name, last name. All of those are Sammy's names. Sammy has a whole slew of names. Elvis, on the other hand, is just Elvis, and technically, he has a last name and got adopted, so his last name possibly changed... But no, producer Sammy, lots of names. Producer Elvis, not lots of names. It's very much like your host. You've got Doug, who has lots of names, but less names than Cat. Okay. Doug's back. I'm, I'm back. Um, had to get a dish towel to clean Party up the beer. Foul! Damn it, Elvis. He's like, hey, y'all are running too long. I'm going to knock Shut over your beer. Shut the fuck up and feed me! All right. I fed him already. Don't take... He don't Elvis give a fuck. is definitely Ryback. It's just feed, feed, feed me, me more. more, feeding time all the time. Yeah, yeah. And when we go to bed, wake up. It's feeding time, motherfucker. No, it's not. They are not <laughs> Ryback, and they do not need chapstick. Both of our cats are droolers if they're petted, which is and and they do not tap their head like they have a weave. Um, not an itchy weave, motherfucker. All right, next match. I know who we're gonna pick because. On this show, we morally cannot pick one of the people. For the U.S. Championship, new babyface Kevin Owens versus Y2J. I mean babyface as in he shaved. (laughs) He's he's claiming... He legitimately just shaved his face. He's claiming he's the face of America because he has the U.S. Championship. And I love every goddamn second of it. I also love that he's Canadian and claiming this. Exactly. That's what... That's basically his gimmick right now, is Americans suck so much that the face of America is a Canadian. You know what? I'll take it. 
Yeah. I pick Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, I know Y2J has to go tour with Fozzie soon. I So there's no way they hang the goddamn belt I on have Y2J. Nothing, I have nothing good to say about Y2J. Continuing. Like, he was nice to Dean nope, this week. Nope, don't even care. Continuing. All right. Seth versus Joe. All right, let's talk about Seth right now. Please do. I like Seth Rollins. Yes, you do. Um, character, take character out of it completely, because his character is not good right now. Well, no, because his character is a tweener right now. You don't know what to do with tweeners either. Yeah, that's true. That's why I never know what to do with Brock Lesnar, but I love Paul Heyman. Yeah. Um, well, don't lie. You love Paul Heyman because you've got that Jumance going yeah, on. Yeah, it's true. Jumance for days. Seth is, I know they could still be selling, but he's not moving right. Well, they're his still knee, selling Cesaro's fucking shoulder. Yeah. And it's what, been? Over a year. Yeah. So, um, I will say as someone who has dealt with a knee injury of a similar caliber, you never come back all the way. Right, and I get that. Now, the granted, problem I is, did not do therapy the way Seth did. Here's the but, problem with that. If you don't come back all the way, you are goddamn Seth Rollins. The reason people loved you when you were a heel is you would go chicken shit for six weeks, and then the paper, the big pay-per-view would come along, and you would put on shit we thought we weren't allowed to see. Athleticism and indie shit. We thought Vince wouldn't let you do. Well, here's but you were thing. Seth freaking Rollins, and they let you do it. You're viewing Seth freaking Rollins in pre-injury eyes. Right. If you looked at Seth Rollins for the first time post-injury, he's not bad. He's just not. I'm not what, denying that. He's not what you're used he's to. He's still good. Um, this feud with Joe is probably one of the better things going on their programming right oh, now. Oh, I think it's great. Um, my issue is Seth has no concrete story right now. It's like, oh, Joe hurt me. authority. Yeah, and it's... Rebel, rebel, rebel. He was such a strong character before when he was full heel, and it was very clear Seth Rollins will do this. Yeah. And now it's... I don't know what Seth is going to do. It goes, but I don't him. particularly care. That's the thing. What he's Seth a is going to he's do? He's not a baby face. He's not a heel. So no one. Really well, knows I think where he's face because he beat Trips. But I mean, he's not. Here's the thing: if you're full face, you can't be Seth freaking Rollins. Like you just have to be Seth Rollins. You have John to- Cena was baby face with a move called the Fu. John Cena, Stone is, Cold was John ba- Cena is the exception, not the rule. Stone though. Cold was babyface while flipping everyone off. Again. The Rock was babyface while basically calling Would everyone Would you shut the fuck up and let me get my point of view? <laughs> no. I'm just saying, the whole anti-authority thing, that's when the heel goes babyface? Yes, but it is a transitional phase. He is... This is very fresh. He just came back from injury. Yes, he beat Seth. He's been battling trips. against. Yes, I'm sorry. He's been battling against Trips. Uh, he beat Trips. Has been battling against Steph. It is a a tweener role currently. He is headed towards face. I don't think he's fully ne- there yet. And you don't like faces, and he is leaning that way. I need them to fast forward him to the Stone Cold Rock level. 
This in between shit. That takes time. It's terrible. It does not if you do it right. Stone Cold. Vince is not who he used to be. That that's where we are. Because Stone Cold went from no name to biggest heel in the company to biggest babyface in the company in about three weeks. Because he knew how to work a crowd. He knew how to write his character, and Vince didn't have his goddamn filthy hands on it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch me, you goddamn dirty booker. Um, You don't know how to handle tweeners. You don't... Mm -hmm. You systematically don't Yeah, I don't like like any tweeners. And most... Mostly, I'm a you, heel guy. You yeah. lean towards heels, so you really don't know how to. I love them. the Miz. The only face I really love is Sami Zayn. Yeah, and that's because he's the underdog. And I think mm-hmm. there's a a connection on a more human level with him yeah. than there is. It's like me with Brian too. Yeah, um, but I mean, it takes time. I I especially think now because there is so much content. I think the majority of people are not completionists. Therefore, it's going to take time to transition from... That would make sense. I was the authority's lapdog to I am completely anti-authority, and it makes sense. Seth is recovering. I don't think there's anyone who thinks that you go from having that kind of injury to surgery to completely healed. Like, yes, you may be cleared, but you still deal with shit. Yeah. I think, given time, he will progress... And we'll have a completely solid character. I think we just so, have to give it that time. So, given all that, who you got, Seth or Joe? Um, I think this is a Don't hard one. My beer. Um, I think they're pushing both of them equally as hard. I think Seth is more established okay. than Joe is, and I think because of that, Seth takes the win. All right. See, I'm on the opposite side. Because Seth is more established, I think Seth can take a loss right now. Joe has to be the destroyer. That's the character they've given him. If Joe loses right here, there was no goddamn point in bringing him up. But they made Braun this destroyer, and he has fucking squash matches with no. And then he loses on the pay per view. I know. So I mean, so yeah, it could go either way. I'm going Joe. That's fine. All right, next match. Um. Big news I saw today, and I hope it's reliable. Looked like a reliable source, but, you know, no reliable source is always right. Uh, PW Insider reported Vince has finally caved and is paying TNA to shut the fuck up and get the broken gimmick. I hope, beyond all hopes, that that is true. I hope it's true, too. Because, because the Hardys without the broken gimmick right now don't is awful. Work. They don't work. I've seen at a live show the Hardys, excuse me, the Hardys before they were broken. And they were terrible. <laughs> Let's and be it, honest about what we saw at big time. They were bad. It was awful. Yeah. It's like trying to watch Saved by the Bell now in modern times with modern eyes. And you're like, oh my God, use a cell phone. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't work. And for casual fans who watched when the Hardys were coming up, yes, great, wonderful. But that is not the majority of the WWE now. And the WWE universe now 
knows the Broken Hardies. Yeah. The Broken Hardies drew in a lot of indie crowd and drew in a lot of people who also watch WWE and it doesn't make sense not to use it. It is a brilliant gimmick. It's what Bray Wyatt wishes he could could be. Mm -hmm. And he's not. So you bring this in, you can connect the Broken Hardies, you can connect Bray, you can connect Eric Rowan. I was going to say, do you not remember? I bet you do. When Broken Hardys did their compound shit. Yes. And then all of a sudden the Whites and New Day did some compound shit. Exactly. And it didn't work and it was racist as shit. Yeah. So they just goddamn bailed. And they were just like, never mind. You want to give me the Whites or the Hardy compound? Fantastic. Holy shit, I'm in. Yeah. Give me crazy versus crazy. Yes. Because there's um, no way that you put that talent together. Because as much as you don't have to like Bray's gimmick... You do have to admit, to a certain extent... The guy can cut a promo. That he can cut a promo. Yeah. That he does have some talent in ring. Yes. And can do something with it. Bo Dallas, when you give him a relevant story... Is Can hilarious. do something with yeah. it. Uh, that family... I can't believe Bo Dallas is non-existent on the card. Because I, that I family is so good... Uh, the expression I've heard in wrestling the most is making chicken salad out of chicken shit. They are immensely talented. They are when it comes very to good at that character development. Their father did a tax man gimmick and made it work for like ten years. Yeah, so good. Bring in that broken gimmick, and you open so many doors. There's so many stories. There that is can no lead to. way in hell the broken gimmick won't make you money. Go ask Matt and Jeff. Tell me the broken gimmick versus the unicorn popsicle toting New Days doesn't make money. Tell me the broken also, gimmick versus the Wyatt family doesn't make money. Let's let's talk about this. I had several opportunities to meet Matt and Jeff before the broken gimmick. And what did I do? Not take them up on it. Didn't take them up on it. Said, eh, yeah, I like the Hardys. But not like, that much. But not... Like back in the day, they revolutionized the fucking game. But they yeah. they created tables, ladders, and chairs with the Dudleys and Edge and Christian. But seeing them two years ago, fucking yes, was not seeing them. But in two the years 90s. ago, they were out of shape. Yes, I'm. I mean, I'm putting that out there. It's a hundred percent. You saw them at a big time show before was the broken game. It was bad. It was. When he was, was doing when he was doing like rich Matt Hardy brand. Yeah. Oh my god, it was bad. Yeah, definitely not good. You bring in the broken gimmick, though. You've got character. The, their move sets better. It's more The believable. broken gimmick, as ridiculous as it is, that's exactly... You just nailed it. It makes us step out of the reality era and go, this is so goddamn ridiculous, so I'm just going to be entertained. And you can get away with more. Here's the beautiful thing about the broken gimmick. You can do the broken gimmick and not have to do ladder spots. Because don't get me wrong, I don't think the Hardys are unathletic. There comes a point, though, in everyone's life that they cannot continue to do ladder spots. Exactly. Not that they are not talented, but your body physically cannot hold up to certain standards. Well, there if, have been several points in their matches since Mania where both of them just look like this expression of, I'm too fucking old to be for doing this. For this shit, this. yeah. 
bring yeah, in the broken gimmick the, and they don't ever have to They're do the that. lethal weapon of the tag team division. I'm yeah. too old for this shit. And they have the talent, the creativity, the characters. Even if you don't want Jeff to do the broken gimmick. They have because the here's the thing set. with Jeff. Jeff has his own following. I don't you probably don't know this cuz you weren't around for it. But Jeff was in TNA forever and was big enough to draw people by himself to TNA. Yeah. Um, Jeff is fucking crazy, but I will never take his creativity away from him. And for whatever reason, it fucking speaks to people. It resonates. People love Jeff Hardy. This so if you want to take if you want to take Jeff Hardy away from Matt and stick him on a singles push. Have him take the belt off Brock, whatever. Cool. Don't mind that at all. I would rather the belt be on a full-timer anyway. But if you're ignoring how goddamn delightful, wonderful, brilliant, everything Matt Hardy said as his broken gimmick, if you're denying that gimmick is all of those descriptions, fuck off. That and gimmick sells it. itself. That gimmick opens itself up to. So I almost many bought Hardy shirts, and then I said, "Wait, no, they're probably gonna have to lose this gimmick soon." I'm a wait. That's the thing. That gimmick opens so many doors. Yeah, it brings in so many casual fans. It brings in so many indie fans. Well, and it brings in people that don't watch wrestling. And it brings in a whole new move set, so you don't have to have these hardcore ladder matches for it to look fucking phenomenal. I've seen two things lately make non-wrestling fans go, "Eh, maybe I should start watching wrestling. One was a broken gimmick. Two was somebody did a Lego spot instead of thumbtacks. Which, let's be honest, is more painful. Yeah, exactly. Anyone who's around children knows that to be fucked. I know we just went on a whole tirade about the broken gimmick. The match is Hardys versus Shazaro. I don't see him taking it off the Hardys yet. That's too soon. Yeah, I don't see him taking it Especially off the Hardys. Especially not for Shazaro. Yeah, Shazaro, st- as long as they've been together, still don't make sense to me. I think they're good. I, I, I think I they're think both probably. Of them are great wrestlers. I think this makes the most sense instead of having them as singles matches. Yeah. But together, they don't make sense to me other than, hey, we were pushed together. We're Team Europe. I think they're underrated. I need a, I need a reason together. for them. I think they're underrated together. 100%. Um, I think they're underrated individually, too. Yes. The thing is, though, they, they gave them that one great night in Charlotte in the bar fight. Yep. And they've expected that to carry them for six months. Yeah, you, you can't. can't Bail on it. Yeah. You have to keep making me love them. You can't have one spot. The reason I love Sami Zayn is every time he's in a storyline, I can wrap my head around it. I can say, Sami Zayn is fighting for this. Yep. Kevin Owens, same thing. Kevin Owens is a douchebag because this. Yep. Shazaro, it's just always like, a reason. Shazaro, right. it's like, oh, they got in a bar fight like eight months ago. Cool. Yep. And they threw Zayn Riley through a wall. Oh, everything about that. All right. Uh, next match. Neville versus Aries for the Cruiserweight belt. I hope they give it to Aries. My my pick is Aries based solely on hope. I don't think Neville makes sense 
with the cruiserweight. All right, if Neville heel Neville, I should if say, if heel Neville had made people care, yes, I would say leave it on it. Yes, but no one but gives a shit. No about more people have started caring about that belt since he grabbed it. No, not at all. Aries, as much as I'm not like his biggest fan, he at least makes more sense. He has a charisma. Yeah, Aries will go outside the box. And draw some people in. Yeah. Neville is fully in the box right Ares now. Aries is great because despite the fact that he is the face in this match. He's still a douchebag heel. He's still a douchebag heel mm-hmm. and you still want him to win. Neville, yeah. on the other hand, you're like, he's an asshole. He looks like Gollum. He changed his moveset. And yeah, I'm he doesn't do the red arrow anymore. Not in a good anymore. way. He does the rings of Saturn. And he came out of injury and hasn't really proved himself against the 205 roster. I, I was going to say, I haven't watched 205 in a while. Neville's been wrestling a lot. However, as far as I could tell, it's been Gallagher, TJP, and Aries. And, and that's, that's it. it. They're... Are so many more people on they that roster? They signed pretty much the entirety of the. They two, signed almost thirty-two people. Yeah. All right, I will cut them slack on Gargano and Champa. Champa. Champa, because Gargano they're on NXT and, and they're busy. So they I get them not being on two hundred five. But you've got I, Cedric, who went out for injury recently. Right. But you still have Lindsay. You still have, you have the Bollywood Boys. You have Grandma Tal. Grandma Talik. Yeah. And he was in their final four. Yeah. You have all of this incredible talent. And that's not even touching on Have I told else. you where him and Lindsay have been? No. And why we haven't seen them? No. Because we don't watch main event. That's where they are. Ugh. They've been all over main event. That's the problem is there's so much content. Mm-hmm. And when you push like 205 guys to non-essential content, that's not how you build the Here, product. Here's what I need. I saw the Braun Ambulance spot two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't need to see it 15 Y'all advertise the shit out of it for the next week. Yep. You advertise the shit of it the week after. It's three weeks later. I don't need to see the fucking ambulance spot. I don't spot. need to see it nine times. Cut the fucking recaps and give me some cruiserweights. Give me some story. Give mm-hmm. me something else. Not the same goddamn Roman push. The most accurate thing I've ever heard you say about wrestling Mm -hmm. is Raw and SmackDown are written for people with Alzheimer's. Yes. They recap it, and then as soon as the commercials are SmackDown's not as bad. Because it's not as long. But it still does it. Yeah. If you don't have three hours of show... Don't have a three-hour fucking show. I'm sorry. If you've got three hours of show, I should not see the same recap. There is no one turning the channel to Raw and going, yeah, yeah, I'll watch this all of a sudden. You're either in it from the beginning or you're not fucking watching it. Vince would disagree with you, which is why he recaps at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Anyway, let's continue. And then right before the main event. All right, last match of the show. Who did you pick in that match? Neville Aries. Aries. Okay, so we have two Aries. You gotta take it off Neville at this point. I would fucking hope so. But we're better bookers than Vince. That is true. Which is why our former cast member is now working a creative We're better bookers than Vince, and we're both drunk. Uh, Yeah. All right, Enzo and Cass versus Club. This is pre-show. Alright, this is yet another one. Let's talk about how good Enzo and Cass used to be. Phenomenal. When they came in... Do, 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 do. When they came in... Yes. People were like, 
Oh my god, Enzo is the next Rowdy Roddy Piper. Indeed. His promo game is strong. Is strong. Very and strong. And it's not it's not a question. It's a question of how good is he. Yes. Cass's promo game. Solid. Yeah. Follow up and following up Enzo. Hard to do. But we'll sure. give him a solid. Ring work. Enzo's only job is to create heat. Yep. Cass's only job is to clean house. Yep. Solid. They are brilliant together. They have taken all of that away from Enzo and Cass. By oversaturating, only letting them cut their catchphrases, and putting them in useless goddamn matches like this. I feel like there was a very defining moment when they had the Enzo Cass, um, Rusev Lana storyline going there was so much steam going into that and no real did the payoff ever payoff. happen that's the thing well rusev got hurt no he one ever got surgery anything in from that and because of that all that momentum was lost yeah and they it's they like didn't they know what to do after that from square one and it's like you didn't have to start from square one you could have picked up where this left off and instead it's almost like they undid a lot of the you know what good I'd love work to see? that had been done. Enzo processing the broken universe. <sighs> Enzo showing up to the Hardy compound and trying to talk to Matt and just have a beer with him. And Matt's going, here's some green beans. And you're like, Enzo's like, uh, motherfucker, I'm Italian. We don't eat green beans. You know, shit like that. I know they wouldn't say motherfucker on a PG show. But that would... Enzo's eyes say motherfucker a lot. That's true. Um, Enzo's and then, eyes say fucker. Okay, a so lot. the club, I know how talented they are. I've seen them in Japan. I liked them when they were doing the stupid shit against New Day with the bad puns. Ugh. I thought that was funny. The puns actually made them enjoyable. But then, of course, we took away All everything that made you enjoy the club. Yep. They don't get an entrance anymore. Nope. They're basically the Ascension. Yep. With less face paint. Yep. They had the face paint in Japan. They're the ascension with more backstage interviews. Yeah. Um, They are too talented. I pick Enzo and Cass. Both these teams are too talented for what they're doing with them. That's true. Um, It's damn true. The the, (laughs) nice Kurt Angle reference. You're welcome. Uh, Shit. Who am I going with? I'm going to go club. Go for it. All right. The other announced thing, there's going to be a Miz TV with Finn Balor. Finn! Miz! Finn! (laughs) I can't wait to see that in general. It's going to be great. Very, very, very briefly, I don't want to go into a whole thing about this. I just want to say that the uh, Ambrose Asylum, Miz TV, and... Whatever the fuck Jericho's is called. Highlight reel. Highlight reel. Great spot. That was fun. That was very smart. Very well done. More of that. You don't uh, have I to w- give every mat. Every segment does not have to be I'm going to point out why. If it's done well. I'm going to point out why that was done well. That is three guys. Who know. Who 10 billion percent. Characters. Know who their character is. Yeah. Jericho. Has gone from full heel to full babyface thanks to the Festival of Friendship. And now, when he does the catchphrases, everyone's with him 
unironically. Yep. The fans of Jericho, cheer me on, man. He turned the most obnoxious thing he did into, into a cheap genuine, pop. Yeah. Um, Dean, the best thing he does is come in, dirty deeds, leave. And he's wearing his wedding band the, the whole best. time. It's so cute. Miz is the best heel in the company. I don't care what you say. He's definitely not as underrated as he has been, but still underrated. His his mic work is up there with Cena. All right, continuing though. That's it. That's, We're gonna agree. That's that, payback. That, that, that whole thing done brilliantly. Next match. That's it. That was payback. Thank fucking god. I'm, <laughs> I'm at the point now where I don't want to do this anymore. For <laughs> Not that I don't love you, stupid and delicious universe. But I'm. We don't have a name for our fans. Should we call them the Gummy Bears? I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll process we'll, that when we're we'll sober. We'll come back on that. At some All right. Point. Maybe not. So when we since Cat's done, and if I have another alcohol, I'm going to die. Um, let's just call this shit. Let's wrap this bitch. Uh, you put can, a bow on it. Put it under the tree. Call it a goddamn day. You can follow us at Sad Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I am sorry I have not been live tweeting, but... Um, but we've got shit to do! Real life, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this show. I love wrestling. But real life is always first. Not only that, like we've said, the new regime, whatever you want to call it, volume, goddamn whatever, shit's going to change a little. Yeah. Hang with us. Yeah. We're figuring so, it out as we go. I will do it as I can. This week, it was not a as I can week. Yeah. It's, um, I shit's had, been weird. I had bigger shit going on. Shit's been weird. Um, and honestly, I think halfway through SmackDown, I turned it off and started watching something else. So, There's been again. a lot of, for me especially, and this is getting very real for a moment, for me, with everything that's been going on, the nights are harder. Yeah. I mean, it just gets to the point where I can't continue to distract myself. So shit happens. We're going through stuff. Life has been weird. Just hang with us. Yeah. You know, as we get things more ironed out, we'll let you know things will who, get Who knows? Right there might be more drunk episodes because I had fun. Yeah, this has been enjoyable. <laughs> uh, on that note, you can follow me at Twitter at Kat Kelpie, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E. On Instagram at Dublin Cat D U B L I N K A T. Um, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, Stitcher, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes. wherever the fuck you want to listen to us. Stupid we're there. Delicious. Hey, tell your friends. Don't tell your boss if you still want to be employed. Don't tell your boss because we are um, explicit as motherfucking shit. Yeah, and put your kids to bed. I guess we should have said that at the fucking beginning because a uh, good friend of the show, Brian. Once tried to listen to us with his kids around and went, oh shit. I'm real fucking then, sorry, Brian. Yeah. Real fucking we sorry. Are, we fucking earn our explicit tag. God and, damn right we do. <laughs> there's been discussion of trying to get rid of that. Can't Fuck fucking no. do it. Fuck no. Can't fucking do it. I do it during right. the day. On that, I got nothing. Have a good night. They don't know where to follow me yet. God damn it. No one gives a shit. <laughs> At Osnogard, O-Z-N, O-G-R-D. Shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing. Bye.